In a world where you need audio heroes, several nerds will come together to fight for nerd kind. It's time for nerds to step up and unite. It's time for a crisis on Infinite Podcast. Welcome back to the nerdy news you need to know every Thursday on iHeartRadio and podcast services around the world. Because my name's Hoodie. And I'm Kevin. And you're officially listening to the 156, a.k.a. year three, officially. Trace. Of... Crisis, Crisis on Infinite Podcast. Happy anniversary, honey. Happy birthday. Is this anniversary <laughs> or birthday? The anniversary is more intimate. Oh, ooh. And, and work, there are two of us, so you know. You work wife anyway, so. There you go. Ah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've been doing this for three years, and it's going to keep on coming, because today, obviously, we're going to celebrate a little bit of our birthday anniversary, but we're going to be talking about some Batman DC casting news. We're going to be talking about some Marvel sort of change-up on the business side. Yeah. Which, probably for the better. Yes. When you get to it. We are obviously going to be checking in with our favorite shows in the Airverse and the DC check-in. And, of course, we have to break down everything that happened in the new trailer for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker slash Made Us Stay Up for Football. Let's just watch Star Wars. I mean, let's talk Star Wars the whole time. I mean, we can watch and talk at the same time. We'll put it on TV in the background. I mean, we can just talk. I mean... You know, we, we know where we're going with this. We know, we it's, know. It's a Star Wars episode. Yeah, you know. We Today's know. the Star Wars. You know, <laughs> podcast, essentially almost, it started with Rogue One. Yeah. Was when this yep, podcast was, started. Right. So, you know, it's a Star Wars podcast <laughs> at the same time. We have space in our background. Come on. Um, but, yes, yeah, so, first things first, let's reminisce about the three years before we get into the, the Godo topic. So, yes, this, today, oh, not today, but... Sometime this week, three years ago, we started this podcast. I can Kevin. give a date. Oh, give me a sec. I can stretch it out. Uh, I don't. I don't know if we should because sometimes the numbers are up. So. Oh, good point. That's a good point. But this is officially our three-year anniversary. We're rolling with it. So <laughs> de- deal with it. Actually, no, you can't look it back in uh, the feeds because we got moved to a different feed. Oh, you're right. So our dates are wrong on the That's feed. That's right. Thanks. But on our track record. We're three years. <laughs> um, but yeah, so three years ago, we just talked about the Arrowverse, and that's all we talked about for an hour. Yeah, we started singing uh, Big Pimpin' for some reason. Yeah, good times. And here we are. <laughs> Adults no longer singing. Our muse is gone. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've had about 10 different co-hosts of this show <laughs> that do not include you and I from time to time. That's a good point. Yes. I think it actually is 10, because there were a few guys... You brought it up when, when I had my, my child, when I had Leah. Yes. That kind of fill in for me. So, certain guests, <laughs> and this includes some of the people that have been main cast. We've had Javi, Alex, Mr. Eric V, Big Mike, Brother John, Intern John, Kane. That's seven right there. Yeah. And then the other three. Did I include Alex and Javi in there? You did, you did, yeah. I, I did? Yeah. All right, cool. Just making sure. Once you get the signal, like, wait, who, who was that? <laughs> um, but then we've had three of my friends in Seattle, and then when we go to these trips, we've invited people. Yeah. So, boom. There you go. Also, Noah. Uh, oh, no, that's eight. Condes okay, there's the one in one. There we go. Yeah, we got ten. Yeah. Look at us. <laughs> ten different co-hosts, not including Kevin and I, of this podcast from time to time. Obviously, Kevin and I have been the, the hosts that have hosted the most. Yes. Um, technically, right now we're. I have you by two episodes. Yeah, I think because you were gone for a little bit for Seattle, and yes. I caught up, and then then had, you had a child, and, and then you had other stuff. Other going stuff on. happened. Yeah, yeah. But I think we're kind of still actively, not actively, but we, we would like another co-host. Yes. We just need to find somebody who's as dedicated to. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say, and it's okay doing it for free. That and also. <laughs> 
do you want to do nerd life and not hot takes? I, I don't like a hot taker. They're annoying. Yes. You know. <laughs> so if you think you're considered that, we actually have some people I think coming over like the winter holidays. Yeah. Um, Aaron Banks is actually coming in. Oh, that's cool. During his winter holidays for college, he's going to come on in and hang out with us for the whole day. That'd be fun. Um, so he'll be officially in the co-host side of the Crisis Crew. Um, but if you are a Crisis Crew member and want to participate in the podcast, in the show, just let us know at info underscore pods and we'll try to get you in. I think the winter breaks is probably a great time to get you in. Not a lot of news, but you know, get who you are and get your side of the news. I also want to actually put out there like for, for, the, for the female nerds out there. There are female nerds yes. and they are just as nerd lifey as we are. So yes. Pump it out there Anybody also. and everybody. Except if you're an alien, because we don't want that spoon. Oh no, that'd be cool. It'd be the first podcast with an alien on it. But what if they're weird alien? Like, what if, what but if, you know what? We, that's a whole new world. What if like, like, like the alien from Rick and Morty that kept singing for no reason? Like, that's fine. We got that, that going on. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're three years old, so give us a happy birthday or anniversary whenever you see us in person or on social media. We'll be like, oh, they, they listen. We're three majors. Yes. <laughs> um, but to the news, Kevin. To the news. To the, ooh, actually, that's a good thing. To the news. Uh, so today we're talking first and foremost the DC news that obviously curses the podcast. As soon as we finish, something happened. As soon as we finish talking about the Batman casting, they cast one more person in the Batman. <laughs> we're like, dang it, come on! Why didn't you say this an hour before? So it's probably gonna happens every podcast. Exactly. Yep. Either an hour after or the day after. <laughs> um, so you know how we were thinking Jonah Hill could have been the Riddler, but then last week we said. He's not the Riddler, and he's out of it? Yep. Well, it turns out he was out of it because someone else has been cast as the Riddler, Kevin. His name is Paul Dano. Yes. Dano. Paul Dano. Or Dan- Dano. We'll go Dano. And I'll just say, I don't know who this guy is. I, once I saw it, I looked up his IMDb and was like, I've literally seen nothing he's been in. Mm, that's okay. <laughs> so he's, he's a fresh face yes. to me. Uh, <laughs> so you probably haven't seen him a lot, unless you've sort of more in the film films. Yeah. So you know how we see movies, Star Wars, Marvel, those are your movies. According to us. Your Scorsese. films... Your Oscar films. According to Scorsese, we, we don't see cinema. Yes, so. are your Scorsese movies and all those. <laughs> um, so he's been in There Will Be Blood, uh, Little yep. Miss Sunshine. Nope. Um, that's the one I've seen him from. And then he he was in the the Pocket Knife Man, Swiss Army Man. That's what it was oh, with okay. Daniel Radcliffe, where he was a, he was like dead, <laughs> but and then. He was an inhabitant of the island, but apparently Daniel Radcliffe wasn't dead to yeah. him for some reason. Uh, but none of those movies. He's a serious actor, which I think for these roles is good. Actor. Um, I mean, with Marvel's track record, they've been getting everybody, anybody, everybody. Yeah, Marvel's so. got, got a lot of mid, mid, I guess, level star people and then brought them up to that A tier. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're trying to do the same suit, but they're going more towards the indie actors. Uh-huh. Like, like um, Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson, because he hasn't really been anything mainstream since Twilight. Mm-hmm. All his movies have been indie stuff. Yeah, so I like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like I said before, I have, I was one who complained about Christian Bale and Ben Affleck, and I was wrong both times. So I'm like, do what you want. Yeah. I, 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 mean, I'll watch the movie. And so with Zoe Kravitz last week, they got for Catwoman. Yep. You could see they're getting people that have some acting chops. Um, but it's cool. He's gonna be Edward Nigma slash the Riddler. Turns out. I didn't know the Riddler actually had a, his real name wasn't Edward Nigma, mm-hmm. but that was just something like in the comics and the movies they played up. Yeah. But he has like, it's Edward Niffler or something like that. Nigma, which is like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, obviously, our friend Boss Logic, who we've said many times, is just concept arts for everything and actually does posters for yeah. a lot of things now. Uh, did up a drawing of Dano as Riddler. Looked pretty good, and I'm kind of okay with that. I like it. Yeah, I, like I mean, it. he was uh, Boss Logic did like the first. Uh, comparison of uh, Mahersh 
Ali, Marshall oh, Ali as Blade. Really and it was like, oh, but that was before he got casted. I was like, I want that actually. Boss Logic's new. So I, I'm excited. I think this will be a good thing because the Riddler, I think, since Jim Carrey, I think has become a better character. Yeah. With the video games. The video games, he's more portrayed as a, um, what's the word? I, uh, he can't accept that Batman's smarter than him, so yeah. he has to keep trying him. Mm-hmm. Kind of, kind of like Sheldon on Big Bang Theory, but uh-huh. evil. And then, <laughs> um, did you play the Telltale Batman games, Kevin? No, I did not. Oh uh, yeah. So in the Telltale Batman games, which I think th- the movies, a lot of people are saying are taking inspiration from those video games. Mm-hmm. Um, he's sort of an older uh, villain that like existed before Batman, and he comes back. He's like one of the first villains in the game. Okay. Um, but he's like very like. Saw trappy, where like he's yeah, like solve this jigsaw, riddle, yeah, yeah. and then if you don't, these people will die or they their hands get cut off or something. Which again, that also from the game, also a lot of his, his riddle houses were like that. Like you got to figure out this thing, or this robot's gonna cut your head off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so we know the Batman movie comes out June twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. You know we've been talking about it for a little bit, um, and we kind of said last week the rumor is it's gonna be the long Halloween, so you'll probably expect a couple more villains cast. Yep, um, down the line, um, probably Penguin if. So much talk was in about the, Penguin. In the comic book. Yeah. My question though is, because Joker, Joker might hit a billion dollars actually before uh-huh. the turn is over, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Already a billion dollar movie. You don't really see that too much. Um, so Long Halloween, light spoiler, ends up being the, the, the pretty much a guy he's looking for ends up being a, a, a gangster. Uh huh. So kind of like a, a normal guy. Yeah. Average Joe. Could they rewrite this to make it the Joker? Now here's the thing, <laughs> and this actually leads in the next story with the DC Universe news, is that, like you said, Joker has crossed the billion mark, it's the highest rated, rated R movie past Deadpool, finally. Yeah. Um, DC's officially announced that they're not bringing Jared Leto back yeah. as their version of Joker. He's not happy either. In, in <laughs> Birds of Prey or The Suicide Squad, anything yeah. down the line, he's not happy about that. So they could. Potentially right in him. I mean, that's what we said when Joker was a concept and not a, yeah. a, an actual movie. It was like, oh yeah, he'll have his mi- villain movie, the Batman movie come out, and then boom, the second Batman movie will be them two. The movie takes place in like in like the eighties, right? Joker. Joker seventies, eighties. Okay. They didn't really confirm it, but yeah. Because I feel like okay, Batman didn't really become Batman until he was after thirty. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the, the timeline kind of works. If you finagle it a little bit, the timeline kind of because he was like six, seven, eight. Exactly. In Joker. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bruce Wayne is in Joker. Spoiler. <laughs> you probably should have seen it. It's the most highest rated R movie. If you wanted to see it. If not, totally okay. I understand it. Yeah. That's what I'm um, saying. But I know what happens. Yeah, it's lost. Yeah. You, yeah. you can just read the Wikipedia. You get the gist <laughs> of it. Um, I mean, Joker does tie into that. That story of Bruce Wayne as well. At the very end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I'd be okay with it. I think the thing is, Joaquin Phoenix has said that he doesn't want to do a superhero movie. Which is why he did the Joker. Because it was that film and not yeah. the movie because um, for me also so that would be interesting to see how they got him in because it makes sense to me because we found about we found that Matt Reeves was doing a Batman movie like a long time ago long time like when Ben Affleck or Justice League exactly so that was what almost three years ago where it, it, it takes that long to make a movie 2015 yeah exactly they, they could have made almost no. two Batman movies by this point 2017 uh, yeah. I wonder if the reason like they've had so many delays is because they knew the Joker was going to be good and they're like okay we need to figure out how to make this one no I think they're waiting they're like alright let's wait to see if it tanks or yeah, it blows yeah, yeah. up then yeah, yeah. we'll pull too. the trigger um, I think having Catwoman is good just you have your love interest Riddler is like a I mean in the games he's that annoying pest figure yeah. in the Arkham games so they haven't really like cast the big and they cast Gordon already but like yeah. they haven't cast 
the big like Riddler doesn't seem like the big villain of the movie. No, like the Long Halloween is more of a mystery. It's more yeah. of, a, of a whodunit. Kind, uh-huh. kind of like um, what's what was that movie that came out a couple years ago? The, uh, the chat. There's a murder on the train, something like that. Everybody's oh, murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, it's it's oh, kind of like a that good movie. Who 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 did it? I love those movies. Let's figure out who did this. They're great. Did yeah, no, they were really good. Batman's like interviewing all his old, all his old. Mm-hmm. Batman's like, did, did you do it? Was it you? Do you know who it is? Next person. Speaking of murder mysteries, Knives Out comes out in a couple weeks. Oh yeah, I forgot I'm about exci- that. Ryan, oh, sorry, this is a side tangent. <laughs> Ryan Johnson directs it. You know the guy who directed Last Jedi, but like the, the cast in that movie. It's like Chris Evans' first role, first big role after Captain yeah. America. So I'm like, heck yeah. Supposedly it's really good. I've heard it comes out during Thanksgiving. I think it's we have the really screening good. in a couple of weeks. Hopefully I get to go to it before I go on my trip. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, so back to the Batman movie. I think what's smart for them is, you know, we come to know that in superhero movies we get a hero and a villain. Yeah. One, one and one per movie. This one you just... The Batman movies, you introduce all of them in this movie, and you're like, all right, cool. People really love the Riddler. Let's give him a movie yeah, with Batman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, people didn't like Killer Croc. We'll just r- he's be done with him for now. He's yeah. not featured. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. Kind of what Spider-Man 3 could have did instead of just fight everybody. No, literally fight everybody in the middle of Times Square. Yeah, well, it's also like if you think <laughs> Arkham Asylum, like me not knowing everything about Batman besides the animated series, but yeah. I was a kid when that happened. Getting exposure to all these characters, I'm like, oh, Scarecrow was dope. Killer Croc's pretty cool. And yeah. then all the background characters, mm-hmm. that's what led to them saying, all right, let's develop Mr. Freeze more, the Penguin more, stuff like that. Speaking of Batman, I don't want a rundown, but yeah, have you had, heard the new Arkham video game? Yes, so uh, we can appropriately <laughs> briefly talk about this because we hate talking about Batman rumors that never come true, Especially Kevin. Especially when it comes to the game because the game, I'm like, what are, you, what are you, just tell us what you're so, doing. So, Kevin, please explain <laughs> what's going on. Currently, with the Batman game, what, three weeks ago when we said the Batman game was going to get announced yeah. and it didn't? The newest rumor is that when, whenever this new game comes out, they're going to be able to play as every member of the Batman family. So that's Nightwing, Robin, Batgirl, and probably Catwoman too. That's one of the newest rumors out mm-hmm. there. But it's still like, how about, just give me a, don't even tell me what the game is about, just give me a date. <laughs> just give me a date. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I really need. I want to know, that's it. <laughs> what do you think is going to come out at the Video Game Awards, right? Video Game Awards. Yeah. So the Video Game Awards are usually first or second week of December, right before Jingle Ball, and historically, that's where in Arkham City and Arkham Knight both released their trailers. Yeah. So it makes sense. It's going to be on Twitch, right? It's on Twitch, and then you, it's on pretty much almost every streaming thing. Okay. Sometimes they get a TV channel, but last I think last year was the first year they just went streaming Back only, these- and it was easy because they didn't have to pay for TV rights or anything. Remember when it was on Spike? Yeah, <laughs> that's when it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember that one year it was a random match between Chris Jericho and Rey Mysterio? I do not remember that. <laughs> yeah, there was a random... Like, what the heck? It was, a, it was a ring there. I'm like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so expect that Batman news in the near future. But Kevin, news that's happening on the Marvel side of the world Yes. Uh, so is that who is officially out? Jeff Loeb, who was the creator of the all of our Netflix TV shows that we like, except for Iron Iron Fist, uh, he's out. He's gone. <laughs> yes, he is no longer head of the Marvel TV division. Kevin Feige is taking over it all because now I know all the Marvel live action shows are going to be have tie-ins to the movies too. Mm-hmm. Jeff Loeb said, "You know, thank you for your service. Good luck in future endeavors." He's on. So yeah, so Loeb was responsible for Agents of Shield, Agent Carter, Legion, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. And the Punisher and the Defenders. I've yet to watch season two of Punisher. That's real. And also, <laughs> he saw it. He oversaw um, the New Warriors, 
which was that one that was going to have Squirrel Girl but never got made. Yeah. Deadpool series that was supposed to be by Donald Glover but never got made. The Ghost Rider series that was going to be a Hulu but never got made. Uh, and uh, did I say Inhumans yet? Inhumans going to be on Disney Plus is weird. Yeah. I feel like this shit's um, away. So he's officially <laughs> gone because, like we said last week, Kevin Feige pretty much owns all of Marvel right now. <laughs> Kevin Feige said, I am Marvel. I am Marvel. I am Marvel. <laughs> um... <laughs> I think it's smart. I think a lot. I know the big tensions. This was like when the MCU was first really forming was the TV side versus the movie side. Yeah. And they were really. I know it was Feige and Loeb were really butting heads on who got what and what was canon and everything. It's it's just so dumb, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, we, you know, you know what the fans want. Mm-hmm. Just do it. But I think <laughs> so. It sucks that dude lost his job, but he's looking for a new company. Probably go to DC. Watch. I'm pretty sure he'll be fine. Um, but <laughs> for fans. This is great because Kevin Feige being in, con- in control of that stuff technically makes sure everything is canon, everything yep. so- looks, sounds, feels the same no yep. matter where you see Marvel I, stuff. I thought he's going to do what, what was promised with the Daredevil and, and Netflix show. that It was going to be part of the MCU uh-huh. just on Netflix, but it was always like the uh, the event that happened, the big green guy or the big blue guy with the shield or the guy with the hammer. It was never like Thor, Captain America, Hulk. It was always mm. references but not direct references or... We never saw Jessica Jones fly. We saw her jump one time and land. Mm. So, so stuff like that, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> With Kevin Feige in control, he'll bring all that into one world, which, which is where we were promised. Mm. And also, hopefully, we get those characters back soon, because I would love to see... Luke Cage on screen with the Hulk fighting. Mm. <laughs> and Kevin, this is a breaking crisis before Uh-oh. we get into the Star Wars side of the news. Uh, what is it? The Last of Us Part Two, the game you're expecting to be your Valentine's Day treat. Is now delayed until spring 2020. Prediction: It's gonna be delayed again and again until PS5 comes out. <laughs> I think you're right. You know what? I bet you this. I know a breaking crisis. A lot of things. We don't have a lot of news, but with it, it looks like spring 2020, and it would make sense if it came out like summer 2020, yeah. like May, August, or anywhere in those months. And then, okay, here's the PS4 version. Launching exclusively with PS5 exactly. when it comes out in a couple months. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not a Last of Us player because I'm a, I'm a huge, huge, huge scaredy cat. Mm-hmm. But it sucks for the people that are looking forward to the game to play. Mm-hmm. I'll just watch the movie on YouTube. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you're looking forward to that, you're going to have to wait just a little bit longer. It's been waiting for four or five years. What's, what, another, what's, what's another almost year? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, Kevin, let's get into essentially what people are here for. Mm-hmm. The Star Wars trailer. Oh, so good. So good. So, yes, I unfortunately stayed up till 9.45, when it was halftime between the Jets and the Patriots. And I was like, oh, this game is not even close. It's not even a good game. Uh, why? <laughs> like, ugh. I guess because Patriots, sure. Um, <laughs> but, and this is funny. This is just a setup. I went to a sleep at 9.30. I was like, okay, the trailer won't come on until 10.30 or something. Yeah. But the game was going so fast. Um Got text from Brother John. It was like, hey, you watching the trailer? It's going to come on. And it was like two minute morning. So he was like, two minutes. Like, it won't be two minutes. It'll be like five <laughs> more minutes. Then it cut to the halftime show. Stayed up. This is 9.45. And it was like, it's the, whatever the. I think Hyundai. Hyundai yeah. halftime show. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I remember last time with Force Awakens, you had to watch the halftime show before yeah. you got the trailer. They were smart. They only did two minutes of the halftime show. <laughs> but then there was this online rumor that I was looking at Twitter. I was like, okay, trailer's not up yet. All right, we're good on online. 
It was like, Charlie Poof is performing before Star Wars. I was like, no! no Charlie Poof! No, Charlie, I'll see you at Jingle Ball, but not now! No, I don't want to hear Mother! No, please no! And then, and then Charlie Poof did this intro. It was like, it's Charlie Poof, and guess what? We're performing after the show. You're like, all right! <laughs> and then, uh, who was the who's the guy that hosted the show? Oh, uh, I think it was, was Scott Van Pelt. Scott Van, yeah, SVP. Scott guy? Van Pelt yeah. was like, "All right, I know you're he- you're here for something. And you know what? We're just gonna give it to you." And then the Star Wars trailer <laughs> played, and I was like, "Thank you." Went to bed at ten o'clock. And I was like, "There we go." Yeah, I actually waited. I woke up uh, three o'clock. I always do on on uh, on my Tuesday morning. I was like, "Can I watch it now?" I'm gonna wait. So mm-hmm. I got to work. Got my, my, my pre-work stuff done. Put, put the speakers on. Put the speakers on. <laughs> lights down. Got me a nice bowl of cereal. I was like, let's watch this. This is great. This is yeah. so great. <laughs> well, so, all right. So, as of right now, before we get into all the trailer and stuff, how many times have you seen the trailer? I've only watched it, I think, three times. I watched okay. it twice, and I watched it once with you and, you and Miss Eric V. I've watched it nine times. Okay. Tomorrow will be my 10th time when we have to watch it for something. A wink, nudge, wink, nudge. Wink. Mention, we're doing Star Wars in review, but we'll I'm tell you that after we do the Star me. Wars trailer <laughs> stuff. Um, so yeah, the whole trailer, Kevin, it was about two-ish minutes long. I think two and a half, yeah. Two and a half-ish. What were just your overall thoughts with the trailer? Emotion. Yeah. So many emotions. Mm-hmm. My emotions had emotions in this trailer. That's the thing. A Star Wars trailer, <laughs> sometimes... Is better than the movie itself. <laughs> and I guess like Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, you can probably for sure say that. Yeah. Um, this trailer was so it had me all like you said, all of the emotions. I'm like, man, I am so ready for Star Wars. And there's there like this more orchestral, like strung out version of the Star Wars main thing. It was like dun, dun, Yeah, so like we said like a dun. month ago, um, they're getting John John Williams was essentially like Remixing and including all the Star Wars themes from all the, the Skywalker saga movies and yeah. putting them in this movie, and so that big orchestral one at the end that makes you cry, <laughs> like that was peak John Williams. It's like yes, I know. I, I know a lot of people wanted more um, action and story from this trailer, but I'm, I'm also like Star Wars. Also, what about, are you talking about? We got so much action in this trailer, but they would want more explanation of what's going on, but. For me, Star Wars has always been about the emotion. Like, mm-hmm. they're like throughout the entire Star Wars saga, they're literally fighting for their livelihood. Mm-hmm. It's not like just like you know, like saying Ant Man, oh, it's a bank heist because I want you to have my suit. No, Star Wars is more like we're, we need we need to change the way the government works if we want this to survive another mm-hmm. ten years. That's big, and, and you felt that with this trailer. I feel like I still don't understand. My one question to the trailer is how how did you hide all them ships in space and nobody saw? Them? I can't wait to well, figure it we'll out. We'll find we'll out. We'll find out. Yeah, we definitely um, find out. So, yeah, so the trailer dropped. It's already been seen, I think, at least 20 million times. Um, it has had the record of the, the quickest or the highest amount of tickets sold in a first hour on Adam Tickets. Yeah, it beat, um, um, it Endgame, beat right? Endgame, and then in a day it came second to Endgame. Have you bought, did you buy, buy your ticket? I haven't yet? bought my ticket yet. I haven't either. But it's because we have ways we see it now. Thankfully, you know, we considered press, so we get to see a little early, so I'm waiting on that. But Brother John and I have already planned, hey, we're going to go see it no matter what happens with the screening this day in IMAX at the Air and Space Museum. Didn't you go and see it last year? You saw Star Wars movie right before you went on a cruise one time, didn't you? What was that? Um, That was Force Awakens. Force Awakens it was? Okay. I remember you said you need to figure out how to see it before you get on the boat, and you kind of got it really close, and you saw it got on the boat and everything was fine. No, what was that? Was it, was it Star Wars? 
No, no, that wasn't Star Wars. That'd be something else. Oh, okay, I'm thinking, I know. I know it was a movie. I thought it was Star Wars. Let me look. At, you look. You keep t- talk about Star Wars. Show. I remember what that movie was. Well, I was going to say also, I haven't bought my tickets yet because usually I see it with my nephew, and I don't, I'm not sure what day he's home from college yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna make sure we, we we coincide and see it together. I remember last? I remember for Last Jedi, we actually started recording the show, and I left the show in the middle of the show. I had tickets for like the for like the 115 show, uh-huh. and you and John, we did the rest of the show, and that was the day we had. A, oh, we saw Into the Spider Verse. That's, that's what, what it was. Spider Verse. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's the day we had that, that, that really fluke out of the nowhere snowstorm in the middle of the mm-hmm. day that was real on a Friday. Yeah. So <laughs> and the cool thing, the funny thing is, pretty much every Jingle Ball is when they have like yep. the screening for us. And so I always disappear from Jingle Ball for three hours and go do that. Also, should mention that this movie is the longest Star Wars, yes, it will is. be the longest Star Wars movies to date. Clocking in at 155 minutes or two hours and 35 minutes. I like it. uh, Makes that the longest. The one that was the longest before that was actually, uh, where'd it go? I lost it. I lost my train of thought. Hold on. (laughs) Uh, Last Jedi, which was 152 minutes. So here's a Kevin White pro tip for you when you go see this movie and you get your popcorn. If you get the large or like the family size type of popcorn, you know the little condiment cups you get for ketchup and stuff Mm -hmm. like that? Fill that with butter. That way you can have your butter for your whole, your whole type of popcorn. Wait, so you do what? <laughs> so okay, so you put the butter on top of the popcorn first. Yeah, and then you by, normally do. Yeah, like a third way down it runs out. Yeah. What you do is you fill those little tubs of but- with butter and put the top on them. So that way you, so can you just have a tub of butter, just like one yeah. tip, and that butter's all over you. But, I mean, they come with some. Someone come with top. Little cuppy so, top. Oh, that, okay. That way you, I get you. You keep rebuttering your popcorn and mm-hmm. a little salt package. You'll be fine. So you have enough popcorn for the entire movie. That's a pro tip for me because I'm a fat guy. And there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so trailer came out. Kevin, big moments that you took away from the trailer. The ice planet, I, want, I don't know what that is. Is that Hoth? Is that the ice planet? It's not Hoth. It seems like a meteor. Yeah, yeah, Wait, the, what are you talking about? Ice planet or the water planet? The water planet, yeah. The water planet. So that actually has a name officially. Oh, I had to write it down. Not sure how it's pronounced, so bear with me in that. But that planet where you, you thought it was like sort of Camino or... Maybe a water moon of Endor. Yeah. It's actually called Kefbur. Kefbur. Um, the it's actually funny. Star Tours is getting a new sort of update for the rides and Disney at the Disney parks. I've never ridden Star Tours. Oh well, you're spoiled now because Galaxy's Edge. That <laughs> that was your Star Wars ride, but now it's like, you know, not really. I can go actually to Galaxy's Edge and go to the planet of Batu. Um, that the new sort of scene they're adding is on that planet, and they officially named it Keth Burr, so okay. that's what it's going to be called. P- spelling, pronouncing, n- not known right now. <laughs> why, 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 like the K and E are so, so silent, it's just Ifberg. Goofbaba. Keth B. Keth B? Yes, it is. The other, the other money shot was, all, it was going to be a, a huge space battle, and I'm, I'm all yeah. here for it. Because I don't think we really have had a space battle yet in the new trilogy, have we? Well... Sort of. Force Awakens had a small one at the end. Force Awakens, I was really on a planet. Like, we haven't had an in-space yeah. definitive battle. And then Last Jedi, we had them dropping the bombs. That was really just them dropping the bombs yeah. the entire time. And then we saw Poe fighting everyone. And we haven't had the dogfight on dogfight. Exactly, yeah. Fight. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so it was that. And the ending shot, where it looks like Ray's looking at Palpatine to mm-hmm. me. And I didn't see the silhouette until you showed it to me, actually, when we watched it on... Tuesday morning, I was like, oh, I thought it was just like a big old chair, but I, you kind of can see the silhouette of the outside of his hood, and it's like, oh, that's Palpatine on some kind of robo-chair or something. Yeah. So that that got me. Uh, then also, Eric came and did, did this to me yesterday, actually. He came in the studio. I was like, Eric, what's up? He was like, just want to take one last look 
at my friends. So <laughs> sad. Yeah. So let me get to the page you're on because my computer is frozen, unfortunately. Oh, uh, but yeah. So the big moment for me was probably that C-3PO moment. Just because you're like, oh, man, this is a great trailer. And then you're like, okay, C-3PO. And I'm like, C-3PO, what are you doing? Just one last look. Here. Wait a second. What's happening? That's my friend. You're like, wow, you died? No. <laughs> um, then best friend, new favorite character, Babu Frick, a.k.a. the tiny little toad thing that's fixing C-3PO. It's like a gremlin. Before, before a get, get um, water. Apparently he's a master mechanic. He, you get him in one of the, the Black Series figures. I don't okay. remember which one, but he's in there. Um but that scene, I'm just like, oh no! And that's where it really got emotional with the John Williams music. You know, it's, um, yes, we sing on this show sometimes. <laughs> our, sometimes our singings get better when there's no words and we don't have to figure out the dip doos. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, so Kevin, the scene you were talking about with the big space battles, um, two big uh, ships scene in there that people are taking away from that is that um, the first one, pretty easy because right behind it. Is yeah. the ghost from Star Wars Rebels yes. is in the mo- is in that scene? Infinite Rebels. Um, so Rebels is the second animated series they made. Um, it was Star Wars: The Clone Wars, which was on Cartoon Network. Yeah. Rebels was the one that was on Disney XD. They're coming to Disney Plus right in time for you to watch them. Yeah. Before Rise of Skywalker, because the final season's still on Hulu, but I, I missed the season before that one also, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of just waiting now. Um. And so it's funny, this is the second appearance Ghost, the, the ship has had in the Star Wars series because it was in Rogue One briefly. Yeah. Um, as well as Chopper, who is the, the droid on that show. The mean R2. Yes, essentially. <laughs> um, but the other ship, Kevin, that you might not know about and I sort of just learned about is if you watch Star Wars Resistance, the third animated Disney show that is on Disney XD, yeah. their sort of main ship known as the Colossus is also in that scene. So oh, you look on the very left... Um, see where the Millennium Falcon is, and then you see this big tower thing in the mid, in the upper left corner. Oh, right there. Okay. Yeah, that's the Colossus. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. So that's like sort of a big ship where all the Resistance fighters in that show are at. So it's cool that they're like, hey, people who've watched the animated shows, here's your payoffs. We're not going to probably show the characters from there, but yeah. hey, your ships that are iconic are in there. When do they actually, when does that show take place at? Like, what, what? Resistance takes place between uh, Jedi and Force Awakens. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Do you think we can see, like, see like, like a classic A New Hope check-in scene? All ships, check in. Red, vi- oh, they all go by red? Yeah. Ooh, maybe. But like, I you mean, know, Ghost standing by, Colossus standing by. No, nah, I don't think, that's the thing. I don't think they'll do that just because like a lot of people are like, who's that? Who's yeah, the blah, blah. Too, yeah, yeah. But, because like, you know, when the X-Wings, like, you didn't know anybody, and everyone's helmets so Red 5 standing by and all yeah. that. So everybody in Rogue One lost their minds when we saw Red 5, and oh, that guy's going to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Red 5 didn't um, die. Another big Easter egg <laughs> in the trailer, if you haven't seen it, is actually during the C-3PO scene, uh, when he's getting fixed by Babu Frick, you see a battle droid from the prequels Roger, Roger. hanging out in the background. <laughs> Probably not going to be in the movie. Probably just a set decoration, just to be like, yeah, this things exists and everything. They still, they're still around. But still cool, because I think it was in one of the video games. Rogue Squadron, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually one of the missions is you go on this planet that the battle droids are still active. What is it? Didn't shut down. They wow. didn't shut down. I think you're wedge and like you power them up to be your defenders. They're also in Star Wars Rebels a lot too. That's cool. Yeah. Huh. Roger, 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 Roger. <laughs> um, then other scenes, Kevin. Obviously the Emperor moment. He's in what looks like a floaty chair. Yeah. And the screenshot we have right now kind of looks like a vision, but. In the trailer, didn't look like it. So, what do you think's happened with, with Palpatine? We actually got his voice in the trailer, like 
him actually narrating stuff. Uh, I think either this is the final fight of the movie and Kylo Ren is either indisposed or unfortunately, I guess, vanquished, is that mm-hmm. the word to use? Or like I said, it's a vision. Because I, I, I don't... I don't foresee him with some kind of like uh, Darth Maul s lower torso fighting Ray. Uh-huh. I feel like that's, that's too easy. But I feel like J.J. Abrams is going to make this a really awesome scene. And if he is going to fight Ray and man up, it's going to be kind of it's going to be legit Palpatine, not some kind of robot. Uh-huh. So I think it might be a vision, like you said. Um, I don't know because well, see they show the Emperor's chair in the trailer, which I think is like the first thing we have in our notes. Yeah. Um, but. In that, that is cool is that the Emperor's chair, at least in the first scene we see it, is actually inspired by the design art they made for Return of the Jedi when you first saw the Emperor for his throne room. So it's cool that they're using these old Ralph McQuarrie designs, who's the guy who pretty much made all the concept art for yeah. the first Star Wars movies. They, they, they use the Emperor, Emperor theme. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe. <laughs> I mean, who knows? I think probably if this is all taking place on Kethber. The ocean planet and yeah. also this ice planet because we see in the next scene that a Star Destroyer is coming out of ice, but it's a classic Star Destroyer where it has the uh, the the shield balls. I don't I the forgot what their balls. names are. I mean in battle <laughs> I know in Star Wars Battlefront they're called something, but I forgot. I just go to the shield the balls. I'm going with, the I'm balls, going with shield balls. Shield balls. <laughs> uh, and there's always it's weird because there's two up top and then there's one just under. <laughs> You know it's true though, because you knew what they were it. doing. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> but you know it's true because you've seen it, Kevin. You played the games. I know you have. But that's coming out of ice, so it's not sure whether all that that the emperor stuff is taking place on the, on the the cave the meteor thing, or if it's taking place on Kefbur. Because we also find later in the trailer, Ray and Kylo are staring at each other at least yeah. in the emperor's throne room. This, like to me, is, is going to be a movie where. They know something's going on deep in space. Mm-hmm. They're going to the old Death Star to figure it out. They figure it out, and then Palpatine's like, "Yeah, I brought you here." Yeah, that's what feels like, like to the me. The big reveal is like, "This is all going into my bed." Oh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid that I planned this the entire time while mm-hmm. I was falling down that shaft yeah. in Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> I put a mat under the cabin <laughs> just because I knew I was gonna get pushed down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what it looks like. But I mean, cause there's rumors that saying that um, like the, the reason why Cthulhu's go red because he's, he's kind of reading some kind of Sith text. Mm, okay, he's some kind of Sith holocron. Hey, there yeah. you go. I was like, just gonna say that. Um, that makes sense. I think back to C3PO scene. Yeah, his memory is gonna get erased probably. Yeah, again, because if here's the thing: C3PO and R2D2, their memories got wiped. Well. C-3PO's did. R2's, yeah. eh, who knows? Who knows? could have been what we um, that, at, at Revenge of the Sith, Into A New Hope, uh, it's Bail Organa's, like, have their mind... Protocol George, mind wiped. Yes. R2 goes, Yeah. <laughs> so maybe this is his mind's getting wiped, because their minds have been going on since A New Hope. Yeah. Without when, being re-erased, which is how he doesn't know he's Anakin Darth Vader exactly. made him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And how... I guess R2-G2 didn't realize that was Obi-Wan in New Hope. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, they were together the whole time. Yeah. Well, I think, wasn't R2 on Mustafar in, in Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, but yeah. They, their minds got wiped, exactly. so that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, you think he's reading Sith Holocron, maybe that's where they go to either Ice Cavern or Ocean Planet, known as Kef Burr now. It's yeah. help you sort of solidify Kef Burr, mm-hmm. Ocean Planet. And I think, so, this is Kevin's theory, it's not the theory that I've seen. I think, mm-hmm. through all that, 
like Ray's like the Zuko of the situation, which he just chase. I mean, um, Kylo Kylo is the Zuko of the situation, where he's just chasing Ray the entire time. Mm-hmm. Then when he follows her to this ice place, like, oh crap, we got bigger problems than, than you and me. Let's team up and fight the Emperor. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, so then that leads to the other scene where they're sort of destroying a Vader shrine. Uh, yeah. His helmet's on there. Um, Ray has a dagger of some sort that a lot of people have freeze framed. Do you think that's going to be a lightsaber dagger when a movie starts and not just a regular dagger? I think it's going to be like some Sith Jedi dagger thing. So I think it's going to be a normal like, dagger, okay, but it's going to be like some importance. I, I guess it's like some kind of, um, I guess, old... Uh, Antiques trinket that has the force in it. I uh-huh. think you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, and then anything else in the trailer? Obviously, I mean, tons of big moments. The music, perfect. Oh. You know, John Williams was put on this earth to make Star Wars oh. themes. We saw Dominic Monaghan. He's going to be a Resistance trailer. He's going to be with Billy Lord's character and um, Rose in the in the movie. Also, Admiral Ackbar. This is the last yeah. thing I think probably. Um, we see Lando a little bit. I don't think he's going to be as big of a character as the other OG ones were. Um, but Admiral Akbar has a son, and he's in this movie. So Akbar will get revenge. His son, Aftab, uh, who you're like, what the heck? Apparently was in the Star Wars, like the comics that Marvel releases that sort of uh, go in between the movies called The Rise of Skywalker Allegiance. Um, will lead into this movie and describes how Aftab rises up in the resistance. I want a scene like in Spider-Man 2 where just him looking in the mirror to Akbar and goes, Avenge me! (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then uh, the trailer ends with um, Luke saying the Force will be with you. And great timing because it was Carrie Fisher's birthday. Carrie Fisher, Leia goes, always. And you're like, oh! And then I cry. And it goes, boom, 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 boom. Do you think we see any kind of Luke Obi-Wan, all three of them, Anakin, Force Ghost. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think we're going to get Yoda too. Luke for sure. Obi-Wan, I don't think so because, you know, he's de- Alec McGinnis is dead. Anakin, eh, there's always been the rumor that Hay- Hayden Christensen is going to do Anakin. Yeah. I think Luke's for sure. Yoda seems like a safe bet. But she wouldn't know who Yoda. Actually, Yoda wouldn't make sense. She wouldn't know who Yoda was. She wouldn't. Yeah, cause, Ray she, wouldn't. Because she was already gone when she yeah. came to the. Yeah. And then right. Leia, they can't really do. Unless they had like a shot of her just staring, smiling. No, I guess they, they could do. They could do Obi Wan if you mm-hmm. think about it. All they got to do was kind of like put makeup on. Kind of like they did Chris Evans in um, Endgame, where it was mostly makeup and CG. If you do makeup and CG, they, they can make him look like Alec Guinness. Mm-hmm. They really, they yes. really tried. I mean, if anybody has a budget to do it, it's Disney. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. So I think we've covered our bases for right now. Let's keep talking, no. <laughs> I, well, uh, for right now, I need to see the trailer again, I feel like, before we can continue to talk about it. But I think it's time we check into our favorite hotel. Oh, sweet. We That's some incidentals because uh, we got to talk about the Arrowverse because it's time for the DC check-in. Check. So this week on the Arrowverse, we had pretty much every show going on right now, yep. obviously, besides Legends of Tomorrow. Miss my we'll, we'll get there in January, you know, Kevin? <laughs> um, but uh, so we had Batwoman, we had Supergirl, we had Black Lightning. Uh, Flash and Arrow. It's it's hard to be like oh, we got this, 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 and this. So many, so many things. Apparently, also before we get into the shows and who won the week, the Star Girl show that was supposed to be rumored for the DC Universe yeah. app. Apparently, there's rumor going around they're going to move it to the CW now. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like it could also fill in the void that Arrow is leaving. She was actually on an episode of Legends. Yes. And it went back in time briefly for yeah. that one episode. Yeah. So I don't know how that would work if it's going to be set in the old times and then we'll get. Those heroes again, which would be kind of cool. We kind of cool, yeah, yeah. Kind of like watch many a little bit, um, but just expect that maybe in the near future another DC superhero show. Also, I uh, caught up on Titans on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. They introduced Superboy. It was pretty cool. 
Finally, I thought they already introduced him. They kind of did the thing where they, they told the story up to Titans at one point, and they backtracked. And so I thought the end credit scene of the last season yeah, was Superboy. It was episode, I think it was episode seven, six or seven. We're in seven of season two? Yeah, so they just introduced Connor Kent and how he kind of yeah, got It took there. him a while there. He kind of looks like Christopher Reeve. It's really Oh, that's weird. good. Yeah. <laughs> but he's young. So he's very young. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's kind of cool because Superboy is a clone. So and Superdog cool. also was on the show, too. Crypto, crypto you yeah. mean. Crypto. The super, <laughs> do you watch that cartoon show? Yeah, crypto. Show. The and, super dog. Yeah, the bad hound. Ah, uh, yes. Good times. <laughs> good times. Um, but for the Arrowverse, Kevin, um, I, we'll start with Batwoman. We'll go through them kind of briefly, uh, just because we're running a little bit behind with the podcast yeah, right fine. now. Okay. Yeah, you know, you know, we try to keep a polished show for you. <laughs> we try to. Um, Batwoman, she finally, well, actually, a lot of superheroes got suits. That was kind of the weakest yeah. suits, wasn't uh, it? Yeah. Batwoman <laughs> got her official suit with the red wig, right? Yeah? Yeah. It's so long ago. It seems like yesterday. <laughs> Sunday, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> But yeah, she officially got the red wig and she got the red uh, wing Bat. on her yeah. chest. So it's now officially her Batwoman suit. It's cool. She's actually stepping out in the light as Batwoman. They made a joke. We call her Batgirl, Batchick, Batfem. And she also has like, um, like she can shoot out Bat batarangs from her hands, kind of like Bat, Batman Beyond did. Oh, did she? Cartoon? I didn't yeah. see that. I caught it. She like she, she like threw her like a right hook and then a, bat, a batarang came out. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll notice that next week. Um. Yeah, overall, we learned more about the Alice connection that we're still not sure if she really is a sister or is not. I think they're going to play into that yeah. at least this season, hopefully not forever. I think it's going to be the majority mm-hmm. of this season. Then it's going to realize somebody else is the bad guy, like it always is with yeah. TV shows. Yeah. But the sort of big thing we got this week, we were introduced to a Batman villain known as Hush or Thomas Elliott, as he was introduced in this episode. I was like, whoa. Yeah. They're going They're for it. already introducing a big boy. <laughs> wow. Um, so in the comics, Thomas Elliot and Hush is essentially was a childhood friend of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. His family were friends. Um, I don't remember what happened to his parents. So they almost died, but Batman saved them. But come to find out, he planned their death to get inheritance. Yes. So that's yeah. what it seemed like it was going on in this episode briefly teased. Yeah. Eventually, he tries to replace his face to look like Bruce Wayne and become yeah. Bruce Wayne, get all his wealth and fortune. You see that in the Arkham games a little bit too, which is why he his sort of iconic uh, appearance is in those bandaged face with a, yeah. a trench coat. Um, not saying that we're going to get that, but it is like, all right, we got him in the background. Like it's a good reoccurring person to come up from time to time. And they say Bruce Wayne like 15 times an episode at this point. I'm like, mm. when's Batman coming? Because I feel yeah. like he's coming soon. Well, Christ is coming from the earth. We will get at oh least one Batman gosh. named Kevin Conroy. <laughs> got chills. Um, got chills. But yeah, so that was essentially what happened on Batwoman. She's growing into her powers. Um, is what's uh, the reporter's name? Oh, Vesper. Vesper. Vesper Fairchild. Fairchild. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder because I know I think it's a political correspondent in real life is voicing her. I wonder if we'll see her appear on the TV show. I had that question. I'm also, not sure yet. Is she doing a podcast or a radio show? I don't uh, know. Podcast, because they all have the logos that look like our logos okay. when you listen to this episode of Crisis of <laughs> Minute Podcast, uh, where it's a little bit of a square on like a white or a black background, yeah. depending if you're on dark mode or not. Um, but it's so funny. The tweet was like, everyone listens. This is a great podcast. Everyone in Gotham listens to it. <laughs> I hope they actually release those episodes when they actually did them full they length. Could. That'd be I a mean, really cool marketing tool. Or just little snippets, like the minute snippets from yeah, every exactly. episode. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, But that was pretty much Batwoman. Um, Looks like we're still dealing with the Alice controversy. Didn't really get info on what's happening with the stepmom a little bit. I think think, think she's the bad guy Mm -hmm. of the whole season. Also, if you're on Batwoman and visit Gotham, never go on an elevator. Either you're going to get an awkward elevator ride with your ex and your sister, or you're going to be trapped and die (laughs) in the elevator. Yeah, also... um 
Alice knows that Batwoman is Kate Kane. Yeah, we learned that last week, though. And she, but I feel like they she t- she told her. Why can't CW go one season of a superhero show without somebody knowing who that who the yeah. hero is? <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Hero. No, Diggle knew. Yeah, yeah, Diggle, Diggle knew. knew like five episodes in. And then Flash. I mean, he told Iris like episode like what nineteen or twenty. Well, Cisco and Caitlin yeah, knew yeah, immediately. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Supergirl. Did you catch up yet? No, I'm still having to catch up. With Super- I, want, I actually wanted to watch it this morning. Oh no, I didn't. I was gonna watch it this <laughs> afternoon. But I haven't had a chance to yet, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to it because I'm hearing good things about it. All right. So I'm really excited. I wish it didn't come on at 9 o'clock on Sunday so I could watch mm-hmm. it. I really do. Like, I got to go to bed. I got to get ready for the work week. Because I think season two was 8 o'clock on Monday. I watched almost every episode. Well, it was 8 o'clock on Sundays, but Batwoman took it. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, Charmed isn't on. Right? I tell you, honestly, right now, I'm not watching Batwoman on Sundays because I'm tired from the weekend usually. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm ready to go to bed at 8 o'clock oh, on well, Sunday Oh, well, you old man over there. And I am. <laughs> old man Kevin is over here. Uh, and then Black Lightning also got a suit upgrade. Yes. Kevin, what happened in Black Lightning? So Black Lightning, I feel like this is the first episode of it. show coming out of its shell a Finally. Bit. Finally. Because I was like, uh, I mean, I like Black Lightning a lot. But I'm like, come on, man. Let's get, let's get going. This episode, we see that, um, oh, what is his name? The, the, the bald guy from Predator. <laughs> I don't remember his name. Yeah. You just go with bald guy from Predator. AXA had pretty much needs help with the Markovians. He needs help from Black Lightning. Gives him this really cool looking smart smartwatch. And it's like, it's dead. So hit it with some voltage. So he hit it with some voltage and it's watched it up. So how about hit it with about 10 volts? Hit it with 10 volts and the suit pretty much came on him kind of like a, uh, kind of like, kind of like Black Panther suit almost. Mm-hmm. And that's his new suit now. It's all housed in this watch. He hits it with some voltage and it comes out. And it looks a lot better than his old suit. Doesn't look as bulky, like I, I high tech. Exactly, it's like the nanotech co- technology. I yeah, guess yeah. you could say. And he helped take out some Markovians somewhere and save some commandos. And they're trying to find out the, trying to look for a doctor from the last season that helped his wife out against the, the mm-hmm. old the old men of humans. At the same time, he licensed, I guess, or got the help of his of his daughter Jennifer. And now she's doing missions for him, also taking out power plants all around the place. And meanwhile, Blackbird is still free metahuman. So pretty much, every member of the Black Lightning family is doing their own hero thing. Just nobody knows about it. Yeah. <laughs> also, no, no, um, no, Uncle, no Gamby in this episode. I was kind of bummed yeah, about it. I think that's fine though, because we're really learning just about the family and then how they're torturing Tobias. Well, <laughs> with UV. <laughs> Poor light. Tobias. Yeah. I'm gonna hit you with UV like the mix one hour for like ten minutes. Like, ah, no, <laughs> not like this. But it looks like also Khalil was some kind of licensed assassin. Where well, he's back to being painkiller. Yeah. But he's more like a like a RoboCop sort of right now. Kind of like Chuck, where he can kind of download new fighting styles. Like, oh, that was kind of weird, yeah. too. I miss <laughs> Chuck. R.I.P. Yeah, but you know we got Miss Shazam. There you Chuck go. It's a good show. <laughs> it's going to be on Peacock. There, there you go. <laughs> if you watch Peacock. Um, then on Flash, Kevin. On Flash. Flash was, I guess, this was, um, I guess, some type of Halloween, kind of a zombie episode. Yeah, but we're also getting a Halloween episode. It's like their Halloween spooky get yeah. ready for the Halloween episode. Yeah. yeah. Also, shout out to Daniel Panabaker for retweeting us. Yes. That was cool. So, <laughs> if you didn't know, if you watch the show live on the East Coast, Daniel Panabaker, who plays Caitlin slash Killer Frost on the show, yeah. she watches it on the East Coast with everyone else. So, if you tweet at her, she'll uh, probably retweet you. Yes. If it's I, a good tweet. We tweeted at her um, that her new uh, costume as uh, Killer Frost was fire. Straight fire. Straight fire. And she retweeted it. And we got some good traction from it. It was, like, it was really good. We're like, all right. That was awesome. Um, like but that. yeah, in the episode, we learned a little bit more about Bloodshot as the villain, more his human side. Yeah. But we, because the villain of the week this week was a zombie named Romero, named Dun-dun-dun. after George Romero. Dun-dun-dun. Dawn you know, of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead zombie <laughs> movies, essentially, as we know them. Yeah. And um, like I said, it was a villain of the week storyline. This guy, you need a dark matter to survive, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
and they basically overloaded him with dark matter and blew him up, which yes. is pretty disgusting. But then we found out <laughs> is that Bloodshot, or he was Ram, his name's Ramsey now. Yeah, um, he can control people if his, I, I, if I'm assuming, if his blood is inside them. Yeah, it looks like. Um, or maybe he can just control normal blood. Who knows? Because um, there was a part where he, they did the typical. The same. Yeah. We are related. The, the, the head nod thing. Yeah. Um, that was kind of like, okay, cool. Barry didn't tell Ramsey he was the Flash, thank goodness. I can stop you. You know why? Because I'm the Flash. Yes. Goes, dang it, Barry. And then he had to tell essentially everyone that Crisis is going to die. Yeah. Yeah. And also they had a really presumably. weird- Presumably. Presumably. Had a really weird B story with Ray and his mom that I actually don't even remember. It was kind of like, we don't need this story. No, yeah. But it was like, all right, cool. He's a mom that- hasn't told him in the past, but I think it's getting ready because I know in the comics he marries some. I don't remember what city off the top of my head. He marries someone that is also super. Yeah, he does. And then there was a third story with, with, with the intern at at, Kans- at um. Oh Adams yeah, West. we got our news Wells, which is Harrison Nash yes. Wells, yeah. <laughs> who Indiana Wells predicting right now is the pariah in who's the Wells that becomes the pariah persona for the oh. crossover because he's looking for Eternium. Which sounds like it relates to the monitor in some way. It does. You know what? He probably maybe he's he's like other other monitors agent like like Ali is. Mm, true. That could be cool. Well, cool. apparently he's supposed to be pariah. Tom Cavanaugh's supposed to be pariah yeah. in the crossovers, so I could see, boom boom, same person probably. Dude, does he get the credit for each role he plays on the CW series? I wonder. Like even because IMDb, it's just yeah. like Tom Cavanaugh is this, Tom Cavanaugh is that, Tom Cavanaugh is that. Probably. I would assume they're. I mean, because they go by different names, so you kind of have to give them different roles. But I, I am liking how Fletch is kind of keeping the, the crisis in the forefront of this. We, we all know the bad guy this year is, is blood work or what's the name? Blood work. Bloodshot. Bloodshot. Oh wait, no blood. Wait, actually, did I combine that with the movie. Blood something. The, the guy from. It's Ross. not bloodshot. The guy from Heroes. I mean, we know he's the villain, but it kind of like we know he's the villain, but also this crisis thing is a big deal. So we're gonna kind of put your forefront on that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I kind blood of work. Sorry. Blood work. Mm. I also felt like how you know Cisco got legitimately like, yo, we're going to stop this. And the bear's like, no, you can't. Like, no, we're going to stop this. Like, you, you can see Cisco like that, that's still his friend. And I, season was season six, season seven. Of this is six. I I feel like I love still the friendship in between all, all all the team Flash, you know. And also, I think it was the first episode in a while without um Caitlin. It was all Killer Frost. Caitlin, yeah, yes, really, that was pretty cool. But I think it's gonna be cool, and um, I think it's gonna be interesting. Just what they do with blood work, just because it seems like they're sort of ramping it up a little bit on him. Yeah, I, I hope they don't do the Savitar thing, which they did, you know, a couple <laughs> years ago, where he was there and then all right, he was gone for like a month from yeah. the crossover. And then it's, it's weird. Come January, he's back. I was like, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> also, I wish that in in the um, the birthday party scene with Killer Frost, they had break drunk again, so he go, I'm the Flash, I'm the Flash, I'm the Flash. <laughs> oh, I've been great. Um, and then an Arrow. Hoo-wee! Second episode. A lot of people calling it a slump, but I don't know about that, you critics. It over was there. so much action um, in the show. Very action packed. <laughs> Essentially, um, the China episodes where Ollie was in China and a little bit dealing with the Ling of Shadows, which leads into next week's episode. Um, we got the return of Katana from the Suicide Squad. Yes. That was our second treat. They got a lot of traction <laughs> this week. And the return of China White. Yeah, I forgot about her. Um, which she's sort of been, um, she's the lady in the white wig that's been in the show since season one. Yeah. She was like one of the earlier villains. I don't remember if she was the ex- the first villain. I had to rewatch Arrow. But one of the earlier villains in uh, season one, she's been the recurring threat. She's sort of their go-to person, I yeah. guess. Um, we got a fight. Essentially, they found out that there was a virus um, 
the Omega virus. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, that was being made again in China, and that they were going to stop it. That the monitor sent Oliver to essentially. I assume stop it is what he was there for. But he also had to get that doctor guy to Yeah, but I assume it was the stop that yeah. was happening. Um, we got tons of fight scenes, which is great. Um, and we also found out that Earth 2 is officially gone off it's, the it's board. Gone. Um, and that um, Black Siren, I'm just going to call her Laurel, just because yeah. it's easier, um, was trying to get back to try to get this tech dude to get her to go, but she couldn't because it didn't exist anymore. Yeah. Then that's where we got Lila back. But here's the thing. First thing, Diggle's like, Harbringer coming in again. And that's and they're like, oh, wait a second. That's what she's <laughs> supposed to be called in the crossover. Find out at the end of this episode, yep. Lila's secretly been working for the monitor, but we don't know for how long. I want. I think she, they're going to. They're going to. What's the word? Recon this that she's been the harbor the, the entire time she's been on the show. Uh huh. She kind of appeared out of nowhere. I mean, they could. It was like, oh yeah, Doug has an ex-wife, and that was kind of that was mm-hmm. like her whole explanation. <laughs> that was pretty much it. <laughs> um, I think it's gonna be interesting just with that in related to the future stuff. We, now, here's the thing: we don't really need the future stuff anymore, but they're trying to build that into a spin-off series with and also, the Canaries. I think they said that he's on an episode of the future, isn't he? Well, yeah. So. We found out the sort of the future crossovers that um, Deagle's actual son, JJ, was a girl at first. Uh, thanks to Flashpoint. Thanks, Barry. Messing <laughs> Barry. with the timelines. Um, <laughs> has turned bad. Is running the Deathstroke gang. Um, and it's, essentially, he's compiling a list. We aren't completely sure what the list is yet yeah. about for, but we know that Connor Hawk, which we know is uh, Bronze Tiger's son that, in future that Diggle adopts. Yeah. Um, which we'll hopefully we'll find out. Maybe we'll get Michael J. White appearance. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I would assume so to yeah. figure out what's going on with that. That he's the good guy and is not sure why J.J. left. And we find out this week that he left because Diggle and Connor later in life, so we know that Diggle survives the crossovers, yeah. at least for a little bit, always were high and mighty and about the righteous path, and J.J. wanted to do his own thing. So we're mm. learning a little bit about that. The future stuff is really seeming more like a, we're just building the groundwork for the Canaries stuff. I will say I've been enjoying future stuff more this year than a whole lot more than it was last year. Yes. I think it's just because it's more about relations instead of a MacGuffin that they have to stop exactly. in the future. It's like, we deal with one MacGuffin, and it's cool just to see that the children now, now legit all the children are doing, their own, thing. Are doing their own thing and that they're sort of, their paths cross yeah, again exactly. with I, the I families. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Also, no, no Renee and no other... um. Black Canary this episode because they died on Earth 2 I guess but yeah well, so I think that's the thing I think is a good choice is that they've narrowing the cast to Laurel oh, oh Laurel Diggle and Oliver yeah which were starting out the three we knew yep. were, were the OTA before Felicity came in mm-hmm. and messed with things you know um, that's okay whatever you say so what you want that, about that but whatever um, moving forward so it's cool that they're the main three I mean well also uh Felicity sort of been now written out of the show yeah, a little bit. Um, we get her in flashbacks and stuff like that. But it's cool then that those three you build. Okay, let's let's do next week League of Shadows. We're gonna put Thea in. We're gonna put yeah, Roy. Back we're gonna week. put Roy Yay. back in, but in like the present state day instead yeah. of the future. Um, probably Nissa Al Ghul. Maybe something with Malcolm Merlin. Who knows? Maybe maybe Rods comes back. Race comes back. Yeah. It's, I mean, um, but it's cool. Is that Rods spitting all that? Each episode so far, and probably till like episode seven, is there. Let's talk about this season and the stuff that happened with that. Yeah. And so you expect Manu Bennett is going to make one more appearance oh, as Deathstroke somewhere great. in there. Oh, he's great. And you would assume probably 
one of the last episodes because they know that everyone loved that part. So. Yeah. We'll find out. Also saw on Instagram this week, Instagram, Twitter, all the social Stephen Amell filmed his final scene with Grant final Gustin. Final scene with Grant Gustin, and actually they uh, they finished, a lot of them are finishing the crossover episodes Yeah. Now. Like, um, Daniel Panabaker's done with the crossover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm wondering, because he was laying down on a table, I hope that's not like like the, the death scene. That's going to make me sad. Ooh, we'll find out. <laughs> Ooh, no, I'm worried now, Kevin. Uh, but that was the DC check-in. Check. And also, DC Titans check-in. Yes, DC Titans. We briefly sometimes talk about it. Uh, but before we go, Kevin, there's mm-hmm. one more rumor that we're just going to let sizzle for you right now. And we'll, maybe we'll talk about it next week. We're not sure. But uh, you know everyone's uh, beloved actor, especially of this year. Who who would that be, Kevin? Uh, that would be uh, Nicholas Cage on this case. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> well, there is a new rumor that Keanu Reeves will be in the next Fast and Furious movie. You part of the family? Part of the family. Part of family. You live your life a quarter mile at a time. Quarter mile at a time, Brian. <laughs> I'm Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> and we'll leave you on that note. But thank you for joining us for officially three years of this podcast That's again. Three years. Three years. And next week is three years in a week. You know, my, ch- my daughter will be three in December. So we're our podcast is older than your daughter. Yes. About two months. Yeah, you know. There you go. <laughs> we won't take any breaks. We keep on going nonstop for you, the, the people. people. Um, but have a great week. As always, you can follow us at infinite underscore pods or on hot995.com slash crisis crew slash that slash because it's October. Next week, we'll be coming at you with our Halloween episode. We'll be wearing our Halloween costumes. Maybe doing a little bit of the spooky things. Also, look out for our socials. I'll probably post a picture of my family as PJ Mask on Sunday there when we go, go to trick or treat. We'll be posting both our families of things. Yeah. My family, sort of. You have a family. Yeah, I guess you could say that. You have a family. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> thank you for joining us. And you have officially listened to the 156. You've essentially been listening to three years. Wow. Of Crisis on Infinite Podcasts. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.